0: Stop! Junior's command surprised Quinn. She cut the motor without hesitation. The water wasn't very deep through here, so they hadn't been going all that fast. It didn't take the boat long to wind down to a gentle drift. The pontoons rocked up and down on the waves that rolled in toward the shore. Why are we stopping? she asked Junior. He pointed a fat finger toward one of the felled trees. I just saw her. Her? Quinn looked toward the tree and the bank beyond. There were no people in sight. There wasn't anything in sight but what was left of a cracked concrete slab and a beat-up picnic table. Night Island was part of a state park, and people could still camp on it. I don't see anyone. Junior shook his head. Not a person, a fish. A fish? What fish? Quinn looked again toward the tree. She could feel a twinge of excitement. Even Montana dropped her steel wool pad and climbed to her feet. Something splashed in the water ahead. Right there, Montana cried. I saw her. My God, she's huge. Junior nodded. That's her, all right. Quinn still didn't see it. What the hell are you two looking at? Who is she? And why are you so damn excited? It's Phoebe. Quinn looked at Junior. His face had taken on an odd expression it was almost referential. Who? Phoebe, he said again. The biggest damn bass in this lake. Her name is Phoebe? Junior nodded. Been called that for nigh on a hundred years now. She ain't never been caught, hooked a time or two, but never brung up. His voice dropped an octave. I had her once. She fought me like a tiger. I damn near bested her, too but my line got tangled up when I was trying to pull her into the boat. He held up his hand to show Quinn where part of his pinky finger was missing. She done this to me when I tried to get a net under her. Jesus Christ. Junior was watching the water again. They don't come bigger or meaner than Phoebe. Montana was shaking her head. She has to be at least a 20-pounder. Junior agreed. Some of them Japanese anglers come over here a year or two back, just hoping to get a hook into her. But she's too smart for them. Ain't nobody ever gonna catch Phoebe. Quinn was still watching the water. She was mesmerized by Junior's tale about the great fish. You said she's a hundred years old? He nodded. Maybe two hundred. Nobody knows for sure. Only thing I can tell you is that she's been swishing her fat tail around these islands ever since my granddad was running hooch down from Montreal. Quinn's eyes grew wide. Your granddad saw her? Yep, lots of times. He said she always knew where to find the sacks of whiskey they'd deep six when they were being chased by the boat patrol. He chuckled. Granddad said that old Phoebe liked to nip on more than just night crawlers. Look! Montana was pointing at the water on the port side of the boat. I think she's coming by again. Quinn could see her this time, heading straight for them in bold flashes of brown, green, and silver. She was liquid and solid all at the same time. And she was moving fast, uncommonly fast, as she twisted and shimmied just beneath the surface of the water. She skimmed along the side of the pontoon and at the last second dipped her head and dove deep, flipping her wide tail up and out of the water in a hail of spray. My God! Quinn wiped the drops of water from her face. But Phoebe wasn't finished yet. She made another pass. And this time, Quinn saw her eyes. Deep, dark eyes that were empty and full all at the same time. Fish eyes. Just like the camera lenses that distorted reality by twisting everything into macabre circles of burlesque shapes. The eyes looked at her and through her, seeing everything and seeing nothing. I know you, they said. You're just like me, and no one will ever catch you either.